Do not confuse this with treatment or mental health advice or direction. Nothing on this podcast is made to supplement or supersede the relationship and direction of your mental health caretakers. Although David Kozlowski is a licensed marriage and family therapist, he is not functioning as a certified mental health professional in this environment. But same applies to any professionals who may appear on the Light the Fight podcast. You know, I never know it's going to come out of his mouth, but that wasn't what I was expecting Happy for some birthday <laughs> to Light the Fire. Well, you guys, we are official like a referee whistle. We are past our toddler stages. We're getting ready for preschool. We've completed a full three years of podcasting here on Light the Fight. And let's be honest, Heidi, it's a miracle. It It is. Hey, Frankly, I, I did not believe. Showed up. No. Every single week. Ultra flakes of ultra flakes. Yeah. <laughs> no, you're not in as big of a flake as me. She, no, no. I, I'm just no. an overcommitter. And There's so I have like argument. this really good expectations or really good intentions, but then like, uh, 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 it's just hard. Well, I, I, I'm going to push back on you. I'm going to push back there, Heidi. <laughs> I possibly, people know me really well, know that I... Me doing anything weekly, that's, uh, that's, 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 <laughs> a, that's a big that, that's, expectation. It's a big step. That's a big step. Now, you guys, we're, um, <clears throat> we're excited here. And, and I mentioned last week, uh, technically last month was our three-year anniversary. Um, but, uh, you know, March was a busy month. Like We both had a lot going on. Well, somebody, not naming any names, yeah. uh, spent some time. On a beach, so a very cold beach with f- 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 freezing water. And I tried to feel bad. Yeah, I don't feel bad. <laughs> I was frozen, but my belly was full. Yes, we haven't even talked about that, but we can, you know, we can keep going. Yeah, both you and Brandon. That's right. Our producer, he also spent some time in Southern California. He's young, so he went to spring break when he's not in college, which I thought was very interesting and very brave of him. Hey, it's <laughs> yeah, well, called what being in the right place. The college of being life in the right or... place at the right time, yeah. guys. No, hey, I tell you what, I'm pretty sure most of the people enjoying San Diego spring break weren't in college. They're just <laughs> there to get out of their quarantine pandemic year. So, but us, light the fight. So, you guys. Uh, we've been teasing this episode for a while. Um, you know, this episode is going to be, you know, a little bit of us. We're going to sprinkle on a little bit of reflecting, a lot of gratitude, appreciation, some confessions because I think confessions you know, are good. Yeah, confessions from <laughs> Heidi and I. We're going to pull back the curtain and let you guys know a little secret. We have no idea what we've been doing for the past three years. <laughs> Hey, we've been showing up. That's really all that matters. And if you want one of those podcasts where they got it all dialed in, they're super professional, running right? Like, they have an know, outline. TV show, they have an outline, and they got cue this cards. And that. Not I us. tell you what, the difference between us and most of those podcasts <laughs> is that we're still here. Do you know how much energy it takes to be organized, structured, and keep all that stuff together? For all you people out there listening, if you're listening, it's going. Hey, I started a podcast and. I got too busy and I couldn't finish it or whatever. It's because you were trying to make it a great podcast. You worked really hard. And sometimes, at least in our case, if you just kind of blurt out a bunch of stuff, you fall flat on your face. And for some reason, three years later, a couple of people are still listening. So we're still doing it. Well, and luckily, we're kind of cut from enough of the same cloth yeah. that we're willing to like ebb and throw, ebb and flow. Like I was supposed to be here at 7.30 tonight and... And then at seven o'clock, I, I'm like trying to take dinner to my dad and trying to realize, oh, I wanted to wear my like this the fight sweatshirt because we're actually on camera. Um, and so I made an effort, you guys. I did my hair, I put on some makeup. That was a big step. And so you know, this happens every single time we record a podcast. Is I'm like, oh, I forgot I was going to do this or that, which is why David's saying that it's such a miracle that you guys we are starting year number four and. Yeah. Frankly, we still have stuff to talk about. Yeah, well, we have a lot of stuff to talk about because you guys have a lot of stuff that you want to listen to and hear. Um, but let's let's talk about some basic things. So we have some big wins. We are officially back in studio. We're recording this podcast, not just audio, but on video. So for those people who um, follow us on YouTube, for the first time in many months, 
yeah. a year to be exact, because the whole entire quarantine, we were out of the studio doing we're it thinking, Zoom. We're hoping that maybe the audio sounds a little bit better. Oh, it's definitely going to sound better. <laughs> well, I, I recorded it yesterday in uh, our other studio, Brandon's side studio, and it sounds way better if you're in studio with the mic. Yeah, sure. yeah. That's not without a doubt. But most people got used to hearing Zoom calls and stuff, so it doesn't bother people too much. But yeah, so we're in studio, so that's a huge one. We're going to be back in studio. We're recording this, um, which it will be up on YouTube in uh, in about a week. But we also had, you know, a, or have a big announcement and something that we want to share with you guys. And so um, let's talk about that a little bit right now. And, um, you know, I tell you what. Let's let's lead with a little bit of our confession. We're already on the confession apology streak right now. <laughs> let's just finish this off and, and completely close the door before we get to promises. Okay. Because okay. you, okay. you know when someone comes to you and says, hey, I promise you I'm going to deliver all these goods and services and all this stuff. And then you're looking at the person going, what about the apology from everything that you didn't deliver in the beginning of our relationship? <laughs> and maybe it's not just a business relationship. Sometimes this happens with parents and kids or spouses and you know, and friends, you're like, apologize first. Let's get that out of the way. Give I'm always, apology. I'm always an apology up front type you know, of person. <laughs> and a good apology can rob the most angry, frustrated person of all that anger and all that frustration and can just allow people to take a deep breath. Because if someone gets, a, if I get a good apology, I'm like, all right, okay. And I'll, I'll, <laughs> I'll keep on working with you. So the apology, you know, I, I know Heidi's going to have her own fair share um, but for me, we were joking about it, but seriously, guys, we really weren't sure. Heidi and I just, you know, we just wanted to talk and start a podcast and, you know, over three years ago, I mean, we were nowhere near one of the first podcasts. A lot of people were podcasting, but in the past three years, tons of people have been podcasting and to be frank, people do it better than us in the sense we're yeah. running it with like, they have it all mapped out and they have it all planned out. And, you know, Heidi and I, we always knew that when she and I just sit down and talk about stuff in freestyle, it just kind of it just kind of worked. Right. But at some point, we we knew that we were going to have to pull back the curtains and allow you guys into our life and into our community so that we could be able to interact with you guys in a much better way. Get feedback from you guys and take that feedback and turning it and allowing this podcast to grow with your needs. For the first three years, I can speak for myself, maybe a little bit for Heidi, because we weren't really even sure what we wanted to do. We just knew that we could talk about it. And then if people listened, we'd keep on talking. The The pandemic, like with everyone, really, you know, caused people to scratch their head and come up with different ideas. And so we're going to talk about what we've been talking about for a number of months now. Finally finished. We're ready to move forward. And when I say we're done being a toddler with this podcast, I have never been more confident of the direction of why we're doing this, what we need to do next. And part of this had to do with technology and people getting used to podcasts really had to evolve as well, because I think everything's primed for what we're going to be launching as of tonight. So my big confession is, you guys, I am very sorry for every message that I have not responded to on social media. I'm sorry for every question that people have submitted. I mean, heart-wrenching questions. Questions where we just want to hug you and tell you nice things. And, you know, I can make all the excuses in the world, but in the past three years for myself, it was more overwhelming than I expected it to be. I, I did not expect, I didn't have any expectations. I guess that was the problem. We didn't know we were going to start a podcast and have that many listeners that fast. For myself, I got really fearful of it and I got kind of, I pushed back a little bit because I'm like, hey, I want my privacy, I want my anonymity. I like, I don't want to be recognized by everyone. I don't want to talk about feelings, emotions in parking lots when I'm doing it in private and then at home and then with my friends on the phone, right? So I wasn't ready for all that. So I've been trying to keep this podcast at an arm's distance from me. Like I want to show up and do it, but then I just want to walk away and I didn't, I didn't really want to do too much. And even when we did do workshops and things that were fun, as much fun as it was- Fun for David. Fun for me. As, <laughs> as much fun as it was for me, I felt more and more responsibility that now I'm holding more people's expectations to help them to fix their families, to fix their relationships. And stupid, dumb me, I actually believe I could do it, which that's the scary part for me. That's why I had to keep this podcast at arm's distance because 
I was scared that I was going to get lost because I would tend to get lost in trying to help everyone and not realizing that I can't be a professional therapist, a therapist for my friends, a coach for everybody on the podcast. It just was too much. So I want to sincerely apologize to everyone out there. Um, You know, if, if you're listening to this right now, you're a longtime listener. I genuinely... I'm excited for what we're about to share, but I also feel really bad that I have not been able to help out everyone because when I listen to podcasts, I know that person on an intimate level and I know if they were to meet me, we would have this connection. And if you feel the same thing about me or about Heidi, I'm glad because I believe the same thing. If we were to meet each other in public, if you were to come to one of our events, we would be friendly, we would hit it off. I just know that we have this in common. And part of that is I'm scared because like Heidi, Heidi has way more of this problem. I'm scared that I have too many friends (laughs) and too many people that I want to help out. Well, the truth is that we couldn't come here and do a a podcast about relationships and not form a relationship with our listeners. And over and over, that's what I hear from people is, you know, I'll run into people in airports, in Costco's you know, here locally, wherever I travel, I run into people that know me and they say, you know, I just feel like I know you. I feel like I'm your neighbor. I feel like we're best friends. We're the same. If I lived on your street, we would be soul sisters, you know, and, and you can't come and talk about this stuff well, I guess you can. I'm not supposed to say you can't. I, I guess you can, but what has happened um, to David's arm length, his problem is that it's impossible for him to hold anybody or anything at an arm's length. And that's why he's had to um, go off of social media. It's why he has to not engage because he has an inability to hold things at arm's length. Because I have 11 best friends and every single one of them, I've tried to unbest friends so many times. <laughs> I'm like, why did not I, me or Brandon? I'm like, yeah, no, I'm like, I'm like, why do I still talk to these people? I mean, we just have so much history. I'm just, I've got abandonment issues. I really do. So I have a hard time abandoning people because I'm like, oh, if they abandoned me, I'd feel bad. So no joke. I got 11 best friends. Every single one of them, we all have a joke. Like, man, I'm so glad we stayed best friends all this time. I'm like, it wasn't easy, bro. It was not easy. <laughs> Plenty of times I try to trade you for a different friend, but you know, those people, I, I like the projects, right? I like someone to work on, you know, someone to, you know, tinker around with and help them out with their life because secretly that's who I am too. Someone that's broken, someone that doesn't have it all figured out. So I naturally gravitate towards people who are going through struggles themselves. Well, and you guys have heard me say the reason why I did this podcast from the very beginning Um is that I knew that I was benefiting from da- from David's counsel in a way that I'd never benefited from anything before. I needed it like I'd never needed it before, but it bothered me that I was the only one sitting in that room benefiting because I knew I was I knew that more people needed this information and so like, I just, I don't know. I've always been this way. I always want to maximize every effort, right? I want to always talk to more people or have more people involved. And, you know, so that goes back to me, like doing online, year long online courses, you know, and having 2,500 people around the globe be in my, be in my class in 2007 when, you know, it was so early because I just want to reach the people I want to share. And so my goal was to somehow get David out of that, you know, four walls and somehow amplify his voice, which I don't think that when I went into this, I thought, oh, this is really going to expose David. I I did not even, (laughs) here's my confession. I didn't even once think about you. Poor David. This is going to be hard for him. I was just thinking about all of the freaked out parents that needed him. And so, um, you know, I can remember, I don't know if you guys, you listeners, we said we were going to do some reflections, but I don't know if you listeners remember the episode when Dave finally like confessed that he had a mugshot. (laughs) You know, and I, I know we talked about it before because he was like, 
people are going to start Googling my name. And he was like, oh, man, my my skeletons are going to start popping out of the closet. And he just was like, all right, I'm going to have to own this. And I remember that was really like, even though it wasn't, you know, that bad of a crime. <laughs> Could have been way worse, right? Hey, you know, there was a few different crimes. I can't remember which one I shared with you, but I was arrested for a few different reasons, <laughs> to be totally honest. They were just like, we don't know how up. long you he was like there. We don't know. So. We don't know all the things, but yeah. um, it did expose David in in a big way and in a way that, you know, I was I was too busy thinking about my own exposure um, because I came in to this. 100% feeling like I did not want anybody else. Number one, to think, like I kept on hearing this. I never, you know, your family seemed perfect. It it seemed like the, there's no way that you could have had something going wrong in, in your family. And I didn't, I just didn't want anybody to think that I wasn't just like them. Yeah. I mean, hopefully you're not stabbing the balls, guys. <laughs> <laughs> well, I want to say something I've never said, though. Heidi, you know, she said, oh, you know, David, you know, and uh, you know what you said, you've said before. But what I've never said before is that when I would be sitting in a counseling session with parents that were freaking out over sometimes petty things, sometimes things that what the issue they're freaking out was over petty, but the worries were much deeper than sure. what we we're talking about. I would use Heidi all the time as a reference saying, okay, well, this mom that I work with and, you know, not using your name, obviously, but I would tell people over and over again, you want to know what she said to me one time about her child situation? If he was still here, how she'd handle this? And I'd share it with him. And then you'd see people, or I'd see people put their head down, become very humble, which by definition means willing to be taught. And you could tell they would have a reflection of, okay, what I'm complaining about isn't really the problem. Like I need to take a step back and see a much bigger perspective. It's not worth losing the relationship with my kid just to be right or whatever their issue was in that particular moment. But I would use you, Heidi. And in my mind, I was always like, man, if only I could get like Heidi in front of you guys. And then when she says it, because for me saying something you said, they got it. But when it comes from Heidi, like when we've spoken in public and in workshops, I mean, you could hear a pin drop. I mean, it's crickets. Every parent is inside their own mind realizing how much they are fearing versus doing and just to get into action. So I want to thank you for that. So it's this podcast really turned into, I got a chance to be like, see, I told you so. Like, see, if she's been through what she's been through and she thinks this stuff is legit, maybe I'm not full of crap, right? Like maybe there's something here, you know? And that, and that's very true. I mean, if we go back to the very beginning, my biggest issue, my biggest fear was, and you guys who've been listening for a long time, you know that I thought, why would anybody want to listen to me? And, you know, our goal, and I think it's continued to be our special sauce, is the fact that I. We start that a I am podcast that we don't want to be at. <laughs> That's our special How many sauce. people start podcasts that they don't actually That's want right. to do? That's right. Um, you know, that I'm the mom that has been struggling, that you are. A professional and that somehow there is that like a certain that right that you didn't I've definitely you didn't, struggled you you came from the college of hard knocks the school of hard knocks and um that's legit that's really what oh shoot i don't know what the word is like i was gonna make an annie an annie reference because he because david was in hard fact <laughs> did in fact have a miss hannigan hard knock life yeah. situation yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um so we we have come a long way in that for me and and my other confession here is that in this three years, you know, I used to say to David, because I was like trying to, there were people who were coming to me that wanted to get into David and he'd be like, oh, 
I'm full. I'm not accepting any more clients. And I would be like, can't you graduate any of your people out of your, like your setup, you know? And I, first of all, you don't graduate from David. It's one one of his main problems (laughs) is that, you know, people want to keep coming back because. Well, I got to quit taking on families and multiple kids. That's the problem. (laughs) If I only took on single, like, you know, one child families, I'd I'd be okay. But I am not, I'm no longer the same. And when I tell people, I want you to go back and listen to the podcast in the very beginning, because what you guys hear in the very beginning of this podcast is way too painful for me to listen to. But I didn't journal. I didn't write down because it was too painful for me to do it. But if anybody goes and listens to those early podcasts, you feel what I was feeling. And you you can literally hear the lights turning on in my head to now, three years later, I'm not afraid to talk about this stuff. There's no shame that hasn't been like hung up and put on a billboard and with lights on it, you know, like, and now I still just want people who need this information to, to get it, to have it, to know where they can come, to feel like they're, like they're like us, like they're part of us, like we get them. And And that's what we want to do. We want to somehow make this more, make David more accessible, make myself more accessible, give more information because the same thing is going to happen to you guys as you're listening. You're going to get less and less freaked out. You're going to get more and more comfortable. You're going to start being the one that's counseling and and suggesting and encouraging people in your lives. You're going to be the ones with the answers because you will have taken the information that you got from Dave. You got to watch me screw it up enough or listen to me bat it around enough. And you tried it out and you failed and you tried it out and you failed. And then you tried it and it worked and you started to gain some confidence to the, to the point that some of you who are early listeners of our podcast are are probably now the people in your circle of influence, the people come to because you're not freaking out anymore because you know how to respond and not overreact, you know? And if, if we can just like get a whole stadium full of people that are being calm in really difficult situations, modeling that for their children and their friends, like this is when change is going to happen. This is when we're going to empower people. Yeah. And so on that note, um, we are ready to turn this podcast into something different. So after a lot of debate and after a lot of talking back and forth, actually no debate, just after a lot of talking back and forth. I'm just trying to figure out like, what are we going to do? How are we we going to give the people what they, what they want, what they need? And then Heidi said to me, she said, well, let's go hard because I don't want to go home. You know, I'm just kidding. She didn't say it. But that's a no, saying, you know, go no, home. No, there was a point that I was like, I think we've done everything. Yeah. I think we've done everything that we're going to do here. I really kind of thought that. And then it was like more DMs in the middle of the night and more people saying, wait a minute, what about this and what about that? But but I'm going to, I'm just going to chime in here really quickly in protection of David. Um <laughs> Because I need protecting. You do. <laughs> you're, do very, you're very, you're very fragile. <laughs> fragile. Oh. No, he, no, here's here's why I say that. What we're doing is David's profession. What we're doing is how he earns his money. It's how he supports his family. It, he's, you know, um, a sole proprietor. He's an entrepreneur in that sense where he... Um, works for himself. He doesn't, he's not getting a salary. He's, he's getting paid when people come to him. And um, he's, I've asked him this before. He's kind of like 
a massage therapist where they can't do that many more people per day because it takes out I mean, I'm sure massage therapists like wish that they could go from the morning to night because they're only getting paid per massage, right? But your hands, right? (laughs) And and literally Dave can only be counseling so much. He can only and and now he's expanded to be in the classroom, which doesn't doesn't really pay quite. (laughs) We're 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 not doing it for the you you guys know what I mean. High school teacher isn't gonna make anyone a millionaire anytime soon. <laughs> <laughs> but what an amazing, you know, source him being in the classroom has been for David as a counselor, for our podcast, for me as a mom, for an administration that he's been helping and for curriculum that he's building. So so all good things. But basically what what I believe is that we're not done here. That People need this information. You listeners need this information um, sometimes more than others. Like you're going to have those moments where you just took your kid's phone away and you saw something that you didn't, you can't unsee. And now what? Right. And so what we want to do is we actually want to be able to show up for you more than we ever have. But we have to protect David's ability to do that by actually trying to to fund him and and to fund this podcast so that we can keep going. And so that we, like, you guys, there's so many people who reach out to us and they're like, can we sponsor your podcast? And me and David are kind of like, yeah, but we don't want to talk about that. <laughs> yeah. You know, and so that kind of becomes hard too because we don't want to, like, there's no that, shortage. Say we won't ever have a sponsor, but it's kind of hard to fit sponsors for us. Like we did BetterHelp, 1-800, they're just a, like it's a community type thing. It's not like, you know, well, they, and not all, like they need us to sell contacts for them. They're right. Just they just believed yeah. in us. They yeah, just wanted to yeah. promote us. And so, um, and so what we are doing is something we've been talking about and kind of like David said, batting around for a little bit is a platform called Patreon. Um, and so, and actually David is way more of a Patreon user than I am. So why don't you just tell like why you're drawn to Patreon and why we decided this would be a great fit. Yeah. So real quick, um, because I know we've been teasing this for a while. So Patreon is a platform where, so anyone out there that um, follows a podcast that is on Patreon, you may have heard of this before, or, you know, it's not just for podcasters. There's other types of people on Patreon, but podcasting is, is seem to be like their, their biggest, like, you know, niche over there on Patreon. So basically what it is, is it's a platform where you're able to um, pay a certain amount of money each month. Usually it's a very small amount. And it's amount, a small like, amount. Like $5 a month. And that $5 a month that you pay for, let's say you follow a, a comedian who has a podcast. Well, which his, is, this is basically, you guys are just following, you know, David, yeah, right? David, he's basically. And, and this is how I got into Patreon and found <laughs> out about it. I was following a comedian. I liked his podcast. And as I was listening to the podcast, he said, hey, I'm going to do this Patreon thing. And the podcast for free. Everybody likes free. But I also thought about it, too, during the pandemic. You know, you know, he couldn't even do his job because can't do comedy shows. when There's no right. events going on. And so I'm like, you know what? He had two, he had a couple different tiers. You could do like five dollars, twenty five dollars. I go, you know, I'm going to spend the most expensive tier. I got like twenty five bucks. Um, and with that, I know I already had his free podcast because everybody has that. But I got extra content, an extra episode each week. And also I got some video, just some stuff. But more importantly, on Patreon, it's like the super fan communication base. So for all of you that have felt like a part of Light the Fight, now you actually get to interact with other fans and other people who are a part of Light the Fight. Well, and we just didn't ever get into the Facebook thing because it was like we just didn't have the bandwidth. There was just no way. Um. And so Patreon is going to give us the chance to allow our community to come together. So many of you guys ask us, how can we support the podcast? Do you take donations? Do you, you know, and we've just never been set up to do that. Uh, You know, obviously. We're not a nonprofit, so you you can't take donations, but we didn't feel comfortable taking people's money unless we knew. We don't want to say, well, we're doing it for free. So why would we take your money? So now what we figured out is that, one, you guys get to help support us to keep on doing the podcast so we can produce more content. 
And two, you guys get to be a part of a, of a community. So imagine um, someone posts something on Facebook, but everyone that's following that on Facebook is all part of the same community. And there's no hatred. There's no animosity. There's no fighting. They're just sharing information, ideas, thoughts about what they thought about our episode. Well, that's what it's going to be like for people who are part of the Patreon. And also there's a couple of other additional bonuses to it. We have it so that you can submit ideas for our podcast. So you have the ability to influence us. We've been influencing all of our listeners for so many years now. We want a chance that you get to tell us what you would like to hear in the podcast, but not sending it to a DM on Instagram or an email that may get lost in the muck. This specifically comes to us. Then you'll get to vote on topics that we're going to talk about, questions that we're going to talk about, and then also periodically throughout the month, because it's a month membership, periodically throughout the month, Heidi and I, we're going to be doing tutorials where we're going to take a script. You guys are going to give us some information or also questions that we've had throughout the years. Let's say it's a, it's a situation where, just like you said, parent finds a cell phone from their child, see something on the cell phone that they do not expect to see and also don't know how to handle. We're going to take that scenario. She's going to be the parent or the child, either one. Okay. I will be modeling how you as a parent needs to respond in that particular situation so that you don't just get to hear it. So we're basically giving these little scripts and these little, these little ways for you to see how to do it instead of just hearing what you need to do. Which, which when you tell me that we're going to do tutorial, then like I'm going to get out my scissors and my glue and, and actually like build something in front of you that you can then replicate. And so when David's like, well, why don't we do tutorials? And I was like, huh, you know, wait, I don't get it. And even when he explained to me, he's like, well, you know, we'll like role play. And then I'm like, Mrr. I'm thinking about what about Bob with like, <laughs> with like the puppets, um, you know, and, and I just didn't get it. And so then like, after he said that to me and I started to think about and have multiple conversations with people, like everybody that I run into, everybody that I talk to will bring up a situation and I will then do what David's taught me, which is say, okay, so you're going to say this, you're going to make this statement and you're going to, you're going to come out with them with some curiosity or, you know, whatever, kind of all these tools. Well, that's what, what I realize every time I talk to somebody, whether it's through a DM, somebody in person, I'm giving them something to say. And I remember you guys, I was like hanging on every, every time David would in our counseling or coaching sessions and he would say, okay, you're going to say this. And I'd be like, okay, wait, no, I got to write it down. Or I'd try to record it on my phone and then play it back while I was driving home. Because when you're in this stressful situation, you can't think. And your brain's going, that's the perfect thing to say. And your brain at the same time saying, you're going to forget it. Right. You're not and there's just no way because your you're tongue. stressed out. Right. And yeah. so, so that's what we want to do. We want to have it archived. So Patreon, you're going to be able to get every single, um, audio, every video, everything that we post in there will be accessible, accessible, accessible. You can go back. You can re remind people, you guys can comment, um, in on any of the messages on, on the in, videos, on it'll the audios. be, You'll see the videos of the podcast. You're going to see extra bonus content. You're going to see extra bonus videos, things that we post in there. And you'll be able to comment. You're going to find people in there that are struggling with the same things. And at different levels. You may be a listener that's been this for a while. Someone else comments on a topic. They're like, okay, here, listen. I would suggest you try this. I've been, you know, trying these things. And for they a while. might, and it's you so, might even so be recommended to other podcasts outside exactly. of Light the Fight exactly. or this episode. So it's going to be a place where those of us who are in this fight can come together and, you know, cr generate more light, more solutions, more support, you know. You know, and, and I'm I'm excited too because it really doesn't take, you know, Heidi and I we don't have huge, you know, lavish lifestyles. You know, I don't have a yacht in California that I need to pay for the captain and the cook to stay there all year long. You know, some people got issues. Darny like darn. That. Some people got problems like that. Not <laughs> not us, but just with a little bit of money that we can get from Patreon, you know, 
giving feedback on our videos, being able to interact with you, our listeners. I'm just excited that I could be a part of the community that we've created without having the fear that I'm going to give everything to it. And then I still got to go to a job like the same amount of hour, you know what I mean? So there's gotta be some sort of balance there. And we've seen a lot of people do this. Like I'm, I follow three or four people on Patreon. I'm more than happy to pay that, you know, a couple bucks a month because I know what I'm going to get from them. So we just want to lay out to you guys, even after this episode, you'll be able to see the full video episode of this episode on Patreon. So um, for us, it's www.patreon, P-A-T-R-E-O-N backslash light the fight. We'll be putting this information on all of our past and future podcasts and uh, just our way of telling you um, we've heard you loud and clear. You've always wanted to uh, have more interaction with us, have more um, influence over us about what we talk about. And now with our new commitment, but also to just the fact that Patreon even exists. Now we have the ability and the means to do just that. You know, we all kind of are seeing um, individuals out there that are doing, you know, major coaching um, classes and courses and year long subscriptions. And we both just have too much else going on in our life that we're not life coaches. Um, and so you guys know I'm, I'm certainly not a life coach, but what what I want to have happen is real problems, real solutions, and David's experience being applied to those specifically. Um, so you maybe have never heard about Patreon, so you can certainly Google it, yeah, go learn it more out. about it. Um, there's a lot of creators on there. It's and it. Like David said, it's happening on a lot of different levels. Like I have peers on there that are, you know, they pop on a couple times a month. And so you you pay $5 or $10 or $15 or $20 or whatever that it's amount really your is. your interest on demand. Right. It's whatever you're interested on demand for just a couple bucks. And, um, you know, in order for us to build a website and to make this accessible, it would just be like tons of money. And again, what we just want to do is just get the information to you at a low manageable cost and um, help to make your relationships better. And the more you listen, the more you learn, the better you're going to do. And the more your knee jerk reaction will be a positive. It won't, it won't be such a jerky reaction. It will. Well, you know, I follow people on Patreon and I'm excited to have our listeners feel the same thing that I feel like I'm a surfer. I follow this one guy on Patreon who's really inspired me a lot to do this. And I talked to him, he gave me some advice about this and just to see the community of surfers all around the world. Like we all love to surf. We all get stoked on the same things. And this guy gives us tutorials. He gives ideas, information. And I'm like, this is so cool because we can all comment it. People are like, oh, thank you so much. That helped me out so much. It's just a good vibe and energy when you see other people admitting that they're struggling with something and then someone else admits that they're strong with it. It's like, okay, there's strength in numbers. Now yeah. we can all rally together. Yeah. At least we all know we're having the same struggles. So I'm super excited to see just the just the flow of thoughts and ideas. And you guys, as a Patreon member, if you choose to sign up on Patreon, everything that we do in the future is going to be discounted. Special prices for Patreon. So for example, for those of you who ever came to our workshops, we're doing a digital version of our workshop for all of our Patreon users. That's going to be way cheaper than if you're not a Patreon user. So just that little bucks. Because uh, new swag coming. And we're we working on swag some swag. On. Everybody that's Patreon users is going to get huge discounts and everything. Not like 5% discount. No, like huge discounts on it because at the end of the day, that couple bucks a month could help us in a greater degree than you guys just like come and see us speak for, you know, 10 grand in one night. You know what I mean? Like we just want to have a community where we get to give you what ultimately you want. How would we know what they want if we're not having that communication? Yeah. yeah. So we're super pumped. We're super excited about it. And it launches as soon as you're hearing this podcast. Right now. So right now when it drops. So check it out. And um, I'm excited to hear the polls. Oh, another thing, we're going to be doing polls. So you can, you know, Pick, you know, here's five different topics that people have submitted. What do you guys want to hear us about? 
If you're part of the Patreon, you can say, hey, why don't you talk about this topic? It could be current events. It could be anything. So, yeah, again, we're excited to get your input on what we should or what you'd like us to talk about. Yeah. And and we, um, you know, you don't have to get go on to social media to get that information. It's basically if you sign up for a notification for like the fight, you, you'll be, you know, notified when something new happens. And um, we're going to be able to just kind of circle the wagons, I guess, yeah. is. And I mean, this, like I said, we start out the confession because after all this time, we realized what we need to do. And it just lined up perfectly with the technology, um, with, you know, every we've like I said, we want to respond to everyone's questions. But, you know, this allows us so that we can at least take those questions and put those into content for you. So we're going to take your questions, your ideas. We're going to make something cool out of it. Yeah. Um, You know, I think that. In the beginning, I can remember you guys, and if you've been a listener for a long time, you remember the story, but in the very beginning, we were talking about to different people about like producing this podcast and where we would do it. And we went down to this radio station and we recorded like one of the most painful, <laughs> it was like one of the most painful experiences of my life. And I'm trying not to cry and I'm crying and it, it was really, really hard. And I just thought, you know, what am I even doing here? And it, it turned out that it like didn't record. <laughs> <laughs> and um and I think we even had maybe two episodes not record that were really painful and and so even like what you the very first episode was me practicing a couple times and it was still really hard um I would never imagine sitting here and knowing what I know and feeling the confidence that I have in the relationships in my family um, overcoming what I've overcome. I'm so thankful that, that I stepped into this really uncomfortable place. And, you know, next week is Corey's birthday and it's, it's always hard. I'm always trying to think, you know, what are we going to do? That's fun. What am I going to do that Corey would approve of? What am I going to how am I going to honor Corey? And I just got to tell you that this is the gift that I can give Corey is showing up here when it's uncomfortable for me. True confessions. I was feeling a little uncomfortable about a fourth year, feeling uncomfortable about taking things to the next level. But this is, this is my gift to Corey. And this is how I honor Corey and what um, he's taught me. And in effect, helped me teach so many of you, thanks to David's willingness to come here week after week after week for free. <laughs> um, and there's, there's no better gift that I can give. Well, that's, that's really cool, Heidi, because, you know, the whole entire time we've been doing the podcast, I'm always wondering at the end of the podcast, I'm looking at Brian, I'm like, do you think we broke her? Do you think she'll come back next week? <laughs> I, 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 I don't know. If, I don't know how many times I've always been waiting. To, that's why I was secretly always going, you think she'll last another week? <laughs> you think she'll come back? That's true. How many times have I texted? That's you guys, we got to delete this one. We strategically put the podcast in her facility. So, <laughs> <laughs> well, hey, we'll just be there, Heidi. If you happen to want to come in the room and record, say a couple words. I don't know if I can do it. She always came in, but you know. <laughs> so um, no, but seriously, thank you, Heidi, because I know it's like, what could you possibly give your son? What could you possibly do for him, for his memory and all those things? Well, to re-up and reinvest time and commitment into talking about the things that now it's not even about just what you've learned. It's more about like taking what you've learned and what people are going through and making something out of that. Now it's like a whole different thing because, you know, last last week's episode, I don't know if you got a chance to listen to it. I don't know if some of our listeners, part of the, part of that lesson, part of the episode was really an evolution of where our podcast is at for you right now. 
And I, I really meant in, in a large part of that episode, if you didn't listen to it called Shame 3.0, that just like everything, you know, we can't get rid of bad times. We can't get rid of struggles, but we can get a whole lot better at dealing with them. And even to the point where we look for struggles because it's like, oh, I needed that. You know, it's like someone doubted me, someone criticized me, someone said I couldn't do it. Ooh, I needed that today. Like it gets to a point where that I'm seeing with Heidi, it's no longer how do I avoid all these potential things that could expose my shame and it could hurt me till evolve from that into something different where it sounds like, oh, now I'm going to go look for those things that used to hurt me and now they're going to be my fuel. Well, I was just looking, I was looking for a screenshot because I was going to read it. But um, a couple weeks ago, I, I think it was around midnight and I was getting ready to go to bed and kind of doing my last like Instagram sweep. And there was this message and it was like, are you by chance still up? And I just got like that. Well, it's somebody I didn't, I don't know. And I was like, what's up? Kind of that, like, I don't know if I'm up or not, yeah. you know, and then next thing comes this, you know, help me type of a message. It's, you know how good it makes me feel that I knew what to say, that I was able to be there for that mom. And she reported to me just a couple of days later that they were able to turn it around and and work through it and not ruin a relationship, not have an emergency room visit, you know, like um, I have another really close family associate that has been going through some really hard stuff. And I knew what to say to help. I knew that I was a support. I knew that she was somebody that I knew she didn't have anybody else that could show up for her like that. And it, it made me feel awesome. <laughs> it really made me feel good. And um, that's why I keep coming back. <laughs> well, thank you for sharing that because it made me think of something for, for me that I get out of this because, you guys, we get a whole lot of this ourselves. Um, today, I'm, I'm suffering from a pretty bad vulnerability hangover. Yesterday... Uh, first day of teaching uh, of the quarter and I'm starting a new class and as I'm driving into the parking lot of the high school I'm bawling my eyes out not because I was going to be talking to teenagers and teaching um, it was just you know something woke me up in the morning next thing I know I'm listening to a podcast this guy's talking about his dad dying and how he had to like watch his dad die for multiple years and how painful it was and it just brought up all my stuff because um, my family and my background and my situation is so complex. I don't, if you're one of those people out there when your parents died, it was kind of like a, okay, now what? Because it was such a weird relationship with family members and the parents. And so every now and then I just have these, I just swell up with all this emotion and guilt and feeling I wasn't good enough son and all these things. And so I called my sister Nolani and, and she and I talked, she's the one person that understands and can relate to, to me in this. And she, she and I, she said something to me that just made me think about our listeners and you guys and every family that I've ever helped. It's like, I, I secretly, I guess I didn't realize this subconsciously secretly. I got into this profession and I know that some people get into my profession as a family therapist because, you know, they, they didn't have perfect families, right? But I didn't know that when I was talking to my sister yesterday, I'm like, I guess for me, every time I help out a family, it's like I get to witness what I always wanted to see with my family, which is healing, change, growth, and turning a bad story into a happy ending. <laughs> And I, just for me, it's every one of you guys, I mean, from my clients to you guys here on the podcast, like I'm like the biggest fan because I'm jealous, but it's the good jealousy. I heard this one guy say, <laughs> said something funny. He goes, he, like, I admire you guys, but this community goes, he goes, you know, like, it's like, I admire, like when you admire someone, it's like someone who's like better than you, but you don't hate them. <laughs> but you still like him, right? <laughs> and I admire all of you guys because like you asking for help coming to this podcast, 
leaving these long messages and please help this that. I admire you because you have something my parents and my family never had. It's the willingness to say we need help. Yeah. And we're struggling. So from the bottom of my heart and this part of my confession and gratitude to all of you guys out there, you guys have helped me with the healing of my own family because my family is it's kind of in the books. You know, there's there's my family I live right now that I'm raising. That's where it's our time to go now. But the family I came from, it's not going to it's not going to be a happy ending. It just isn't like me and a lot of my siblings, a lot of people in our family. We just you know, it's not anything out on the surface, but we just don't really have relationships. We don't talk to each other. And it's just the way it is, you know, and. And so to see each and every one of you guys with so much passion and even though you want to kill your kids, the fact that you want to kill them, you care that much about them, (laughs) that you're willing to do anything. I admire that so much. I'm a huge fan of all of our listeners and fans. So I want to thank you guys. So thanks for showing up. Thanks for listening. Thanks for at least checking us out over on Patreon and considering to support us. And yes, role playing of me pretending to be you. Just think about that for a second. <laughs> You're gonna send the craziest questions in, and I'm gonna go, we got a question from, and I'll change your name, you know, just so I don't embarrass you. We don't out. And people. I'm gonna I'm gonna get into character and I wanna hear I bet you anything, because this happens in, in my private practice because I do this all the time. The spouse, one one of the partners will come in and I'll play the other partner. And the partners are watching <laughs> me play and they go, how did you know they do that? You nailed their personality. You nailed the way they roll their eyes. The way they... I'm like, I've been doing this a long time. <laughs> I can tell the little digs that your partner will give your kids, the one, like the eye rolls that you'll give. You guys just think about that for a second. If nothing else, consider the totally Patreon. Worth it. Just so we can mock you. I'm just joking. If you want to see me pretend to be you, that'd be worth the price of admission right there. <laughs> um, so anyway, reach out. Tell your friends. You guys know who is struggling. You know who needs the tips, the information. Um, Thank you for showing up. Thank you for listening. Thank you for being here. Thank you for caring enough to try the crazy things that David suggests. And thank you for helping us to light the fight.